Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Ellen 25 Future Podcast. My name is Inem Dozen, your host, and I have a very special guest person today. Hi, mommy, welcome. Good morning, Nemem. How are you? I'm good. Happy Sunday. My name is Emem Dozen. Um, I'm a teacher by profession with the Lagos State Teaching Service Commission. I teach French and a marriage counselor for over 25 years. Nice to have you. I'm going to try and be professional. I'm my mother, so I'm just going to be professional about this. Um, so as soon as I told people online that I was doing this, everybody was so excited. So this should be fun. We're just going to go straight to the point. Today we are talking about marriage, dating, and as always, we always try to um, approach every conversation from the Christian godly perspective. So. That's the plan today. So we're going to start with dating then versus dating now. And so I think we'll just offer different perspectives and we'll go like that. So thank you. Um dating. You're saying thank you so much. Thank you this much, okay? Let's, <laughs> let's go. Dating has to do with a relationship between a man and a woman. Um, according to the Nigerian constitution, it has to be from 18. Don't date when you're a young girl. You have to be a big girl from 18 years. It's allowed by the constitution. Boy and a girl coming together, having a future plan, and all that. I'm hoping that the dating will lead to marriage. Sometimes it leads, sometimes it doesn't. But you know, dating those days was different. And it keeps changing according to one from one generation to the other. In my mother's time, she'll tell you that for somebody to date you, you should look at the prospects, look at that's the future of the guy. And then um, there was something they called pinning. When a guy recognizes you, identifies you, um, the parents will come, not the guy coming now, it's the parents that will come. His parents. His parents will come for you, coming to meet your own parents. And dating then will have to do with um, family, family belief system, where a father or a mother identify a young girl but in that family they have only boys so we need boys to come work in the farm and that's how it used to go, they so go it to was the, yes. there was very little to do with love it, was it had nothing to do with love the love had feelings. to grow it was just very strategic it was parental it was parental more of parental decisions that my father brought this person to me and my father knows what is good for me after he had taken care of me from the my parents had taken care of me from the beginning and so they know that they believe that um my, my parents will only pick what they know is good for me and by extension good for them we have farm works farmlands and all that so if i get this person this child is going to work in the farm for me but now it has changed this generation what we want is through social media through church levels or mosque, through um, different occasions, we realize that our children pick who they want to live their lives with. Mm. They choose who they want to walk the path with. You think that's good or bad? Well, after counseling all this, because I know that you, 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 before Corona, you used to go to church every Sunday by yes, two, two, two to four. So you've been doing this for many, many years. So in recent time, do you think that? having 
young adults pick their life partners for themselves think it's going to be good um no 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 100 no i'm saying no okay you know we had family values family belief systems mm-hmm. that worked at that time when parents choose our parents know what is good for us and we live not always but the the rate of divorce these days is higher Okay, so I like to, to talk about people always say that uh, the weight of the divorce is higher now. They always use that as an, uh, let's say an excuse or to say that you know marriage now is different. People now don't know how to do whatever. But I think that that's not necessarily the best way to look at the situation because I think that now a lot of women have more options. Then the society didn't really allow apart from farm work it was it was more what we what the common practice was for the man to go and work and the man to raise the kids so even if she wanted to leave for whatever reason she didn't have the money and the life skills to go and live by herself and take care of her children so i feel like many women have had to just suck it up and accept it and so because it might have lasted for 100 days it doesn't necessarily mean that it's been good those 100 years 100 years rather so I think that saying that I always I don't know, first this is just me. I think that just using that now people have obviously a lot more people are not as um, serious about it. They just you know go into it for the wrong reasons. I'm not denying that, but I think that now a lot more people can leave the marriage because they have more options. Men are now working for themselves. They're not working, yes. so and they have their own money, so they can. If it's not working out for them, then they always have that options. So maybe. When you look at it critically, weighing the two sides, you see, like we said, one yardstick is that divorce was less because of parental values, family values have been placed. Ah, your father did this, or your grandfather did that, and your mother stayed, your grandfather stayed. Many of us don't want to stay and give a hundred percent in marriage. Sure. So that is the aspect I am looking at. Yeah. On that basis, you see that people, some young women, just go into marriage for wrong reasons. Ah, he's young handsome. Men the same thing. Oh, she's beautiful. Her breasts are full. The face <laughs> is this. Oh, she, she's good in bed. Those are reasons that will fade with time. So, how do you sustain that? Okay. So, it's not just something that's occurred to me now. Um, so, do you think that would you advise people? Couples that young people that want to get married, would you advise them to go for marriage? Now there's this do something they call that they call pre-marriage counseling. Yes. So before you even get engaged, you go for do you advise very necessary? The Catholic Church does that. You have for, to go to, to the, you have to attend the training classes, the marriage uh, class for six months. Because we have had issues of people who have been married traditionally. And they married, they have they've raised children and all that. By attending the marriage class, but at the end of the marriage class, they decided that they were not good enough for both of them. I think that's brave and that's good. Uh-huh. We have cases like that. The marriage class is just to expose your eyes with things you are going to see that nobody has taught you. The real practical marriage. So some people have had challenges and they know that, oh, so all these years I just wasted them staying with this man. This man is not my partner. 
you hear them complain of so many things. He doesn't ask me if I'm not feeling fine. He doesn't come to ask me any questions. He doesn't bring food. I'm the one bringing food. He doesn't this. He doesn't or she doesn't this. She doesn't that. Because we talk from the beginning of marriage to the end, up to sex, up to feeding and budgeting, every aspect of marriage life is included in the marriage class. So I solicit, and most churches have copied that. They are doing that. And those who attend marriage classes are better off in marriages because, of course, the church will hand you over to, to your sponsor, who the church believes is now your parents. If I have a problem, I run to my mother. My mother, being my mother, will want to side me. I say, come and sit here. My father could also do the same thing. But your marriage counsel, your sponsor, your sponsor during your wedding, will be the person the church has handed you. The impartial person. The impartial person who will tell you that you have gone wrong here or gone wrong there, and try to put the um, uh, make sure you make amends, say sorry. The little things we don't even value. I love you. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Those little, little things that are missing in your marriage is for that person to explain to you where you went wrong and what, how you can make amends. And your marriage will go on again. Remembering that marriage is not for perfect human beings. Marriage is for two imperfect people who have come together as a team. And in marriage, some people have this conception, oh, bring your 50 and bring, I bring my 50. No. In marriage, you bring your 100%. I bring my 100% we put together and see how it will work out to achieve our goal. I agree. I think that a relationship is, like you shouldn't go into a relationship you have not read yourself as one. Mm-hmm. But I also think that a relationship is, is like holding a mirror to yourself. Yes. Because a relationship reveals the good and bad parts about you because now you have someone else that is looking at you and has to deal with every aspect. It's not just, yes. oh, I'm going out on a date and you can pretend for, you know, five hours or two hours, however long, however long the date lasts. Now you're in a relationship, you're married to this person. This person will see you poo-poo. This person will mm-hmm. see you broad. This person will see how you wake up in the morning. So relationship and marriage is no joke and something to go into with the sense. Um, I was going to say, so I was going to ask about that. Um, there's this question of the one like people die on that hill i'm looking for the one or you know i can't wait to find the one how do i i think my question is how do i how does some of us what do you believe in that the one mentality example, like soulmates do you believe that soulmates exist yes they do why do you think so if i use myself as an example okay my husband have been there for me and um not that I really it's not that kind of gym 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 oh, I, I was a club I could go to club I could dance I could drink he doesn't but he accepts me for who I am and I accept him for who he is so the moment both of you like I said two imperfect people even twins identical twins have their differences and so watching two different adults this one from this background and the other from another background coming together there must be some imperfections. There must so be how some. do you know that? There's a way you will feel that is somebody who somebody who tolerates you, feel. who accepts you. Is it good to make decisions just solely based on your feelings? Not really on your feelings. You see, there's what we call beauty. Okay. The beauty of a man is not the physical beauty. Okay. But the beauty of a man or a woman is the inward thing you feel about that person. How does that person take you, accept you? 
when somebody says he loves you, it's not just saying, or it's not that because oh, he's good in bed or she's good in bed, it will fade away. But what, how do you feel that I've made a mistake, I've fallen here, how did the person help me to rise? I made a mistake, how did the person correct it? Or we went home and the mother was trying to make trouble and how did he stand by me? Those are pointers to show that, oh, this person is my soulmate. You understand? So it's not just, oh, my dream guy, I want somebody who is tall, I want somebody who is fair, I want somebody who is macho, I want somebody who has money, who has cars, all those things. Fire can just cut them off one day. What happens after that? So the feeling, the inward beauty of your partner or your spouse That's is... How you knew the yes, yes. I don't think I need to share my opinions. I'll just Because I have, I, I don't know. I don't, when it comes to this, the one thing, I think that to an extent, I agree that there is the one for you. Because I believe that the person who made me, the person who made us, has plans for everyone. And if he has a plan for how my life is going to go, marriage, if that is my part of my plan, is a huge part of that. So there is no way that he wouldn't have created someone for me and I like that's some marriages you see and you just know that these two people it was destined it was good yeah, it was just it. that like if you can't there's no other explanation mm. but I also think that human beings have free will I don't think we know that human beings have free will and so I think that oh, I, the reason why I, I am not 100% on it is human beings have free will there's God's plan human beings have free will what happens when God sees in them Victor, for instance, Victor's my brother-in-law. That's my sister's husband's younger brother. Let's say God says in them Victor is your husband. But I don't see Victor as my husband. Or Victor doesn't see me as his wife. There is that place for free will for us to say, I'm not doing I'm not I'm not dating this person, I'm not marrying this person. And I know that I believe that God is too amazing and too caring and too loving of your father to say okay now don't mind what died there because the person that I created for you said no I think that when that in those situations that he will always have someone else for you so when you, when I think about it like that I'm like okay so does that mean they are ones <laughs> as I I think about it like sometimes like okay if God says this person is my husband or the person is my wife and, and the person says no because I had I think it was a conversation I had with someone from church that really opened, made me think that way because I know that he's very, you know, connected to God and very good to God and the relationship is strong. And then he said he had someone and he was convinced that that was the person that God wanted for him. But the person didn't say that when the person said no. So does it mean that he will never get married? Does it mean that God will say no, no marriage to someone else? So, this the one. My husband, my wife, some people just from um, infatuation stage, they start dreaming and saying they heard God say this is my wife when God did not say <laughs> because sometimes our dreams are reflections of so our thoughts desires, yes. if God has kept somebody for you God will also move your step towards, that, towards person. that person how he will do it will be an amazing act that you don't understand you but don't he, have any act to play there but he has moved you he has done everything but for some reason maybe this person doesn't want to get married whatever thing that happens there are many situations like that where God will tell someone, yeah, many situations where God says someone tells someone you're supposed to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. 
you're supposed to be a prophet mm. but then the person doesn't either agree or doesn't 100% agree mm. or doesn't all 100% align, align themselves with what mm. God or doesn't see themselves that way mm. it doesn't change the fact that this is what God said about the person it's just because we have free will we can choose to align with God's plan or not uh, marriage in the first place has is a vocation according to the Catholic doctrine marriage is a vocation what's a vocation they call I'm a teacher by vocation you are a journalist by vocation that's the way marriage is and so until we see marriage as a vocation some people confuse dating and marriage now I'm dating you doesn't mean I must marry you by the time I'm dating you, there are so many things you need to do to point as pointers to marriage. I personally well, believe okay. in relationships. How do you build relationships? Even if that person does not marry me or I don't marry that person, we'll see ourselves as friends forever and help ourselves where we need help from. That is another interesting conversation uh-huh. because I think, and this is not how a lot of people think based on how just life goes. I, I remember when I was in school and there was this girl that was dating this guy for almost throughout the entire time we were in school and I was convinced that they were going to get married until one day I had a conversation with her and she said ah, no I'm not marrying you I don't like church you used to I could not understand why she was dating someone if she knew that she was not going to get married to this first of all I feel like you know except both of you had the conversation which I don't think they had had that person might be looking at it as I found the one. This is my last bus stop. And then you are not on the same page and you're just wasting someone's time. So I think, this is my opinion and you can share yours, I think that people need to spend more time getting to know someone before they say yes to dating the person. Because human beings are not... God is very intentional with the way he creates us. Like He's so intentional. So we cannot just be treating human beings as... You know, there's something that happened recently with a very famous couple, Will Smith and, and Jada, and she said she was having, I, I haven't watched that, but I possibly not watched that. I've not been seeing clips and people's opinions. But from what I've seen, is she, she and Will were um, going through a rough patch, and there was a young guy that she was trying to take care of, and then she was like, oh, she just wanted to feel good. Human beings are not created for you to use them to feel good. Like, human beings are not, they are not... How do I put it? They are not therapy sessions. They are not chocolates. Like I don't know. So I I think that when it comes to relationships, young people need to figure out first what do I want from this person, and then until you figure that out, just be friendly with each other. But if you say you're going to date someone, except something happens, I think that that should, for the most part, be leading towards marriage. Except something happens, you find out something. But I don't think you should date. You should say yes to someone if you can't see a future with the person. My own my belief system is that uh, when you are befriending somebody, befriending, not dating, or dating, it's the same thing. No, like dating is. I have asked you out. You're my boyfriend. You're my girlfriend. It's official now. It's official. You can date. You can befriend. Both of them go together because I cannot date you when you are not my friend. Uh-huh. But I can befriend you without dating you. That's true. It happens. You can you have friends, you befriend and there is no dating. There is no dating, just having a relationship with them. Open open relationship, you know. Many of us pretend, especially guys, even women, we pretend. Ah, I want to marry me. Then in our palace, you know, they are quite bundle, say, I'm good order. 
already they have tagged that guy or tagged that woman. So it's the mentality is, is I'm going, going to marry you. The mentality is already there. So there's a lot of pretense underneath. You have not shown your true Real color. Self, yeah. In the marriage class, we have people who say, ah, when he was chasing me, he would take me, buy me fish, you buy whatever I wanted he was doing for me. Now that I'm in his house, he does not do. They forget to realize, they forget to realize that they are too close apart. Now you have come in. Before you enter into, when you, you are going out with somebody, there are things you must tell clearly from the beginning. Live a naked life. Your truthfulness will help you. Either that person is going to stay or the person will have to go. When you when you have that at that stage, this course, that is what we call inquiry stage. Ask questions, diverse questions about his family, his career, religion and values, and people who don't value. Okay, your sister is, yeah, my, I'm going to marry tomorrow. Maybe there's a, a scenario of somebody who slept with my, my sister. Oh, the sister, my husband slept with my my sister, and you put it across to him and feel, get his feelings about it. To know the kind of person he is, you have to talk about personality issues. You have to talk about habits. How do you see us in ten years? Our education, our vacation, our adoption. I know a friend; she has her own children. But her dream is to adopt a child, and her, the husband has been talking. She said, "I told you from the beginning that I was to adopt children." So these are things in marriage that you must talk about. Talk about children, the number of children you want to have. Talk about sex. Talk about everything you need think... and pet names. So it is in those pertinent questions you throw in and out. You want to get the true picture but, yeah. of the person you hope to live your life with sure. forever. Yeah. Um, talking about sex. So I think that I remember when I used to have a show. Then now I have to admit that I was not this. God has not really entered my life like that. We used to have a show called Love, Sex, and Everything Else, and people, especially Christians, used to feel the same type of way that I had a show where I talked about sex. And I think that because we have, we, the church has been, you know, very vocal about premarital sex and staying away from it, that Christians feel like we shouldn't talk about sex, and I disagree. Just because I'm not having sex, because God says I shouldn't have sex, doesn't mean I can't talk about it. Because you need to know if you guys are. It's just sex is a very important part of the of the relationship of the marriage, not relationship, marriage. So you need to know if both of you are on the same page. So if you don't talk about it on your wedding night, you go there thinking one thing, and then you're surprised. You could be a vanilla person where you're just like, oh, I'm just into missionary, and then your husband or your wife is into hanging from the fan or something. So it's important that people are more honest with themselves when they are and ask the right questions so i feel like sometimes you get carried away you know, maybe this person has really swept you or is doing all they can to sweep you off their feet and they're taking you out nobody has ever had to spend this much money on money. you and time and attention and you get so carried away that you don't get to ask the most important That's questions because if you don't what what you don't address while you're dating is going to show up in your marriage That's it's true. just how it works and i just remember something i think that you know, you're saying that people don't, um, people don't, are not, are, they pretend and they're not honest with their partners. And I, I always say, and I've said this to her, family many times, that how you start something, how you finish. So if you go 
for women, for certain women that they go into it and they, they, they pretend as if they're the best, you know, housewives or best wife material so that they get married, they cook, they clean, they wash, they do things that nobody has sent to them, they go to the mother-in-law's, to mother-in-law's, um, to be his house, cook and all of that. Just now when you get married to the person, you're going to be expected to live up to the templates that you created when you were dating. And a guy too, you just spend money, you just, you know, you, you just want to impress her. You want to just destroy her and you spend money. When you get that's why you were saying, oh, that that person said oh, when we're dating, he used to take me and do whatever I wanted. Now we are married. They're going to be expected to live up to the person, the idea of the person that you created. So it's good to be honest with each other. That's true. Honesty is an intimate part of relationship and marriage. Um you cannot be honest when you're hiding yourself. The affair and inside of you is taboo. That's why we said at the dating stage it's good to define your vision, define your needs, define the, the inside and outside. Sex in the marriage class we talk about sex. We talk about the different sex positions. We talk, we say it clearly because it's the first thing you have in your mind when a party's night or you put off your light. <laughs> it's true. So why are we pretending? And then in the marriage class, we talk, we, we spell it S E X. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. Let's, Let's talk, talk about everything. Let's talk about sex. So, if we start from the beginning to talk about, okay, so how many times do you think we should have sex when we marry? How many times do you think we should have in a week, in a month? So, people, because it's in the beginning, that mm. dating period I talked about. Mm. They want to be doing it to make you feel that they don't have anybody outside. You will kill yourself. <laughs> there are men who will sleep with you this night. And they sleep with you in the morning as they leave your house and say they're going to work. Of course, the lady is waiting for them in the hotel. <laughs> so that's... Okay, that's sorry. Sorry, uh-huh. but that's an important question. Do you think that all men cheat? Because no. the people always say, like, now is a thing where all men has come and all men... And no, I try... No. I, I'm always... I personally don't believe that. No. Because I like my father is a man, I know men, like no. But some men do cheat, just some like men, some women men cheat. do yeah. cheat, yes. And they cheat because of their inadequacies. There are things they had expected in the marriage they have not seen. Some cheat because they they they're they wearing the shoes. They know why they do it. Uh, from marriage counseling and all that, we have got to know, gotten to know that some cheat because they need money to feed the family. Some cheat because it's just a part of them. They are whole, I have a case, a lady who sent message to me the other time that she's doing it because the husband cannot satisfy her. Initially, he did it to satisfy her. But getting her inside, it's, not, it's just by force you beg and you sleep with her once in a month. And, and that once, and that once is not, she's not satisfied. But is that good enough reason? That is under interesting conversation is, is that good enough reason to cheat on someone because i think that uh marriage is not just i think that marriage is a god uh made, ordained, yes. you know god ordained god made mm. institution so it's not something that you should take lightly and you shouldn't take your vows lightly so if you go into it and it doesn't work out or this doesn't live up to what you expected is that good enough reason to cheat on someone no, it's not. So I think that if like, you're not getting what you want, then 
first of all, you should figure figure these things out mm-hmm. when you are dating the person, so that you don't have to divorce. Yeah, but when the dating well, period had been filled with protests, so what 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 do you advise? Yeah, what advice? Like that with? woman advised her, said, um, "Thank God, we have so many things online now. It's just to tune your mind. If you know that he cannot last for ten minutes or twenty minutes." There are things you can encourage him to take. Natural things, though. Mm. Uh, you can take natural things that will boost your stamina mm. or boost his own stamina to satisfy you. And then prepare your mind before the, the activity so that you can be on the same page with him. But because she had blocked her man, she has friends who told her, leave your marriage. And I said, when you leave your marriage, no children will suffer. You are looking for what to eat. Not always. Not always. That's true. What the Catholic Church does not, not support. Support. Divorce. I don't support divorce. And I will but not I tell you to divorce. divorce the person. What happens? I will only look for so a coin has two sides. Mm. There's a pro. There's a con. So if you think there's always a way. In French, you say amélioration. You have to ameliorate. There's a way you can gather yourself together and say, where did I go wrong? Where did it go wrong? And look for how you can augment it and come to the same page with that man what if the person doesn't want doesn't care because there are situations like that where the woman or not even say that where someone is trying to build the marriage and make it work and then the other person does not cannot be bothered so I, I think my question is do you think that there are ever grounds for divorce yes there are grounds and we don't call it divorce separation we call it separation falsehood you had, you had married, you had lied to me, you had married somewhere and lied to me that you were not married. You they went in the church after going through a series of panels and all that. Yes, they can ask you to separate. And we also believe that during the separation period, when children are involved, you know that it also gives room for the two of them to miss themselves. There are women whose husbands beat them. If you ask the woman to pack a load to her father's house, before you know it, in the father's house, she's complaining. I'm missing my husband. That's the person we are talking about that he was beating her. So separation also gives room for two of them to go yes. and see how they can make amends and come back. Not always. Not always, but it gives room. Yes, true. Do you think that beating is grounds for violence? When it's life-threatening, we see these things come. We know that they will come. Some will come, come happen to some people. And that's what the church also makes sure they move you from your father, move you from your mother, and hand you over to um, a sponsor who will stand in the gap. So when he beats once, or she, women or she, women too, beat. Yeah. When she beats once, she's likely to beat another time. Yes. And sometimes they say, ah, he was drunk. That's why he did nah. that. But drunkenness is the thing that gives them the ability to show the inward yeah, person because person, you know. it lowers your inhibition yes. so it makes you do something that you thought of yes. doing. Yes, when violence is bad and we frown at it, you can go to any length when it gets to because your life is at stake. If you die and leave the children, the children will live. So it's always good at that point, the church could also come in and see how you can stay apart for some time until you have made up your mind to either come back What's there are not children involved? Because now a lot more people are talking online, a lot more young people are talking about how you know they might not want to have children, they might just want to get married, forgetting marriage sake, just to have someone to spend the rest of their life with. 
don't have children but they, they don't or they want to adopt in some cases they absolutely do not want to have children so I don't know about such people we need deliverance <laughs> See now, this, this is now the the, the, uh-huh. the generational divide. Uh-huh. Because me, I think that it is a choice. I don't think that marriage is the main reason for marriage is children. No, 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 no. Even in the church, that's what we teach. But the traditional way, they will tell you in my language, they will tell you uh, the person who planted kokoyam planted that kokoyam to have other kokoyams to eat. Well, it doesn't. <sighs> okay, but it doesn't always work out it doesn't always the, the church also teaches that marriage the first reason for marriage is for companionship but through that companionship you know that god will bless the union the way god does not bless there are so many children outside that you want to give a name to you can adopt children but what if we want we don't want to have like we are fine not having children oh that's it's your choice it's your what choice happens? it's your choice yeah. i pray that your father is dead your mother is dead because the pressure from the family Will be too much on both of you that ah we need children to cry in this house. They will say it in different ways, and it will irritate your ears, and you start. Yeah, thinking. but that's not that's not never a good enough reason to do something just because your family is pushing you to do it. Because your family is not going to be there to take care of children. Let me tell you something. I okay. have a cousin. She's late now. Um, she had two children. The third boy she had to go and abort because the boy came in the fallopian tube. Okay. Like the pregnancy was in the fallopian. Yes. Yes. So when, after your husband said, no, 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 I want you to stay alive. I want you to stay this. I want you to do this. I adore you. Just you yourself and your children. Years to come, people change. That same husband that said, I want only you. I don't want children to cry in my house. Do you know that he can change tomorrow? And because you had, yes, because you had already done this agreement with him. A woman has lifespan. At a certain time in your, your, uh, of your age, you might not be able to have children. But, but the man at 70, he will have. Yeah. But now things have changed. So no, let's, let's finish. Let me finish. Okay. So that same man who told you, I love you just for you. I have an okay, like my cousin. You know, they went to Kotuno for a party. It was a birthday party of a beautiful you know, girls. Floral dresses. The girl was just, they were just changing the girl's dress. One year birthday party. She came back to my house. Coming back. Of them, they slept in the house. She took me, she was having her bachelor, she followed her, and she was just crying. You know what happened? My husband did not even prepare. When everybody was there, the person said, Ah, I will not die except I have a daughter. That's the same person who told her years back that he never wanted more children. Those two boys were enough for him. And saying it for everybody to hear, and at that time, she had passed the stage of having children. So it pained her so much that the same husband who said that even when she had been begging, she wants, he said, no, 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 I don't want you to die. You stay alive for me. People keep changing. And I hope that when you, you notice that the man is changing, who has said, I want to live all my life with you, no children and all that, when he changes, your own idea too should change. That you don't have, okay, let's go and adopt. The typical Nigerian man will tell you, ah, I cannot adopt somebody's child not my blood, do not honor that child. God did not give us to plan and okay. Amen. Okay, amen. Um, um, I think we should just move on to the next point, which is what are the tips or what's your advice for having a successful um, relationship and marriage? Like I said earlier, 100% because And then um, seeing the marriage as um, see yourself as a um, teammate 
teammates you have a goal to achieve and what is that goal making your marriage successful making your marriage a mirror of um for other people to watch and want to be like you um we talk about love we talk about um, i think okay before we go on i think that marriage is a reflection like if you physical marriage or mm. human marriage I honestly feel like it's a reflection of our union with God. Yes. And so I think that I know for me it's one of the reasons why I can't just commit to anybody because I need to know that you understand that this might not just about sex or having kids or all these other things. It has to glorify God. There has to be God to be there has to be godliness in it. There has to be I need to see God in this, you know, um, situation, in this union. So that's why I said love. God is love. Yes. So we start with love. Go to love yourselves. Love God first. Mm-hmm. When you love God, you know that everything will be put in place. You have to talk about sexual faithfulness. Talk about humility in marriage. We talk about um, patience. We talk about forgiveness. I think you've told me that one time that in marriage you have to learn to forgive every single day even if they have nobody has asked for your forgiveness yes because you'll be at peace with yourself if you still keep counting what this person did my husband did this my husband did this my husband did this you will not be at peace with yourself in the first place and that's not even the Christian uh, and it's not the Christian way to do it so we talk about um, honesty and trust communication and communication covers everything when do you communicate? Where? We've had cases where the wife would just want to correct the man for something and before you know the man, bam! Slap. Because she did not know when how Like, so are you saying that it's right for him to slap her? I'm not saying so. I am only saying that she did not know. If she had known, when you see that your husband is with his friends, that's not the time to go and say, eh, have you seen your friend? Your friend dropped 10,000 for my dog, my friend. Yeah, but and his own um, approach shouldn't be to slap her. Shouldn't be, but it can happen. It happens. So communication has to do with a woman understanding. Woman. Man and woman, woman understanding. A man and woman, yes, but the marriage more belongs to a woman. It's a woman who keeps the home. Oh. I'm telling you, anyhow oh. you want to look at it, it's a woman. It's a woman that keeps the home. You will tolerate, you forgive. It goes both ways. It goes there both ways. There are two people yes. in the marriage. So as I'm doing my own, you should be doing your own. I can't just carry the marriage in my hand and say the woman that keeps the home. Okay. You will get to learn that when you get there. Because you are the one to... Mother-in-law will come and stress. Is every time she will report, she will do this, you will pack out of the house. No. But you will know how to... Even when your husband is angry, you are the one to calm him down. You know. When I'm angry, he's going to calm you down. He will calm you down. He will. He will. Then you talk about selflessness. Sometimes we, we think, ah, what is my game? Rather, we should think, what am I putting to bring it together? I always say the best relationship. And in all this, in all this, it's good to remember God. In all this, it's only God that gives the grace. There's nobody that has the grace to do it except he alone who had created this institution and asked us to honor it. So in God or with God, everything is possible. 
Because from the beginning, you have defined your goal. I want to be happy in my marriage. I want to be fruitful in my marriage. I want to be this. I want to be the mirror people look at. You see that we go when you pray. He will open doors and bring to you the person that deserves to marry you and keep you as his wife. 100%, 100%. And both of you will remain husband and wife forever. Happily. I agree. Yes, really nothing that we can do without God's help and grace and Holy Spirit. So yes, definitely. Marriage. You need, you need God to have a journey for you. say that um, marriage is sweet. Don't compare your husband to the other person. You don't know what that person is going to do. Most times women tell a lot of lies. Hey, my husband sent me 10,000. Oh, my husband gave me 100,000. People tell a lot of lies. It's not gender. No. Line is not we, gender. We men, see, men fall in love with what they see. Women fall in love with what they hear and what they feel. Is that thing really true? Because all these things that they say men do this and women do this, is that really true? It's true. Because I know that there are men too. I think that I have a problem with 100% generalization Mm -hmm. because it it doesn't always apply to everybody. That's true. So I'm sure that there are certain men that, okay, yes, you are fine, but do you have much to offer? It's like there are certain women that, okay, yes, you are saying amazing things, but Mm -hmm. uh, is there more to it? Okay, so what I was saying is that. um, the men, uh, my friend, some women will come, ah, you know, that lace I wore that day, it's my husband that bought it, it's a lie. So, see your family, your husband, your, your union as the uniqueness of God. See your union as the blessing from God. See, mind your business, you know, stay together and see focus how you can focus on watering your garden your garden making your grass green instead yes. of looking at the other yeah instead of looking and comparing mm. because when you compare you kill the morale of the man comparison is the thing of the or, or even the man to some men to always can't you see your friend your, I know a friend of mine now she's building you don't say look at you your mates they are building houses they are doing this and most the man was the one that used to keep the ATM, ATM card mm. so when salary comes she will call the man ah oh boy Salary don't come. How far? Uh, I beg him make send me the buy chicken. We'll cook chicken today. You understand? He was spending the money with her, but today he's the same person who made the comment and said, uh, "Your mates have been building. Your mates have done this and done this. And what have you achieved?" So, the best thing is that we should learn to mind our business in marriage, water our garden. Nobody comes to water for you except yourself. And so all the things you think you need to water, please help to water your marriage and let it grow. They'll be falling here and there. The Bible says it's not how you fall, but how the ability to rise. So there's no perfect marriage that, ah, oh, that one is good. When you see them, darling, honey, go behind and hear how what happens. That they have been able to patch. They have been able to forgive. They have been able to move on and see how they can achieve their goal. I think that with that, when you believe that um, two imperfect people come together, um, they can come together and praise God. Give God all the glory for staying together. That same God is more than able. He's there. When you call on Him, He will answer. You make your marriage successful. Look on that note, we've uh, heard everything that there is here. Thank you, Mommy, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And 
thank you guys for listening um i'm going to a youtube person youtuber now don't forget to like share subscribe and uh, comment drop a comment and until next time i'll see you guys bye bye